Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us for the Financial Fund Podcast. Today our guest is somebody I have been getting to know and really, really love over the last little while, and her name is Wumi Udu. So how are you doing, Wumi? I'm good. Thank you, Tammy. How are you? I am pretty awesome. So why don't you tell us about your business? What's got you excited? Well, I'm a dancer. I'm a choreographer. Um, I'm a dancing instructor and also an event planner based in Calgary. I'm the founder and director of Wazo Africa Music and Dance Theatre. It's an African performing arts company here in Calgary. It was funded back in 2006, and basically what Ways of Africa means is welcome to the land of perfection, which Africa is in every ramification. And what we do is we preserve the purity of the cultural values and principles of the African uh, continent by providing entertainment, education to our communities, and also assisting in and improving community relations with um, other Africans, just to appreciate the African culture and its contributions to, to today's society. Yes, I absolutely love it. So what, what is the big project that you're working on right now? Okay, uh, the government of Alberta recognized Black History Month in Alberta for the first time in February 2017. And as a cultural event for Black History Month in Calgary, Ganesha is bringing together artists to celebrate the rich history of um, Black Albertans through dance. This is the first multicultural event of its kind in Calgary, and we are bringing together nine different dance styles. Uh, the, the dancers um, consist of tap, jazz, hip-hop, samba, capoeira, step dance, Afro-Cuban, Afro-Caribbean, and salsa. Basically, we're trying to pay homage to where they came from, which is the African diaspora. Oh, yes, I am very much looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. Yes, yes. And Uganisha means connect in Swahili. And that's what we're planning to do with this event is connecting where these dance forms came from. And it's a dance theater production. So it has about 65 cast members, um, nine choreographers, 45 dancers all over the city, different ethnicity, different um, backgrounds, languages. It's going to be a melting pot of um, diversity. So pasty white folk are welcome. Yes, definitely. We, we welcome you to learn more about diversity and multiculturalism. So definitely you are welcome. Excellent. Excellent. And what's your family situation, Ruby? Well, I'm a single mother. I have a 12 and a 7 year old, Daddy and Dami. Um, they are fun children. They are very independent and loving and caring. 
Um, and they also are in the arts. Uh, they draw, they sing, they play music instruments. They also perform and dance. Oh, multi-talented girls. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so being being a single mom and, and, and a business owner and, and always being so busy and stuff, what are some of the things that, that you learned about money that you're now going, okay, now I need to be working on teaching my daughters these things? Well, the important thing is that you should follow your passion. Your passion is what creates that balance. Um, so it's not going to be so stressful on the opportunities to make money, but more like doing what you like to ensure that you're going to be happy and successful either way. I see a lot of people who are just chasing after money and at the end of their life, they're just wondering what did they do that for? We're supposed to be here for a purpose and our destiny is supposed to be filled somehow. So for me, myself as a single mother, I try to balance everything together with my dance company, with my children and with my other activities and projects just to ensure that I'm doing the right things, making sure that I'm projecting um, you know, a well-balanced, making sure that they have food in the table, they have their school fees paid and um, cost, uh, what do you call them, uniforms um, bought. Those are things that are very important for my myself and for my family. So I try to balance it and it's 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 not as, as difficult as people make it look like. So um, I would just continue to encourage them that, yes, you can do anything if you focus your mind on it and you have that vision and you continue to remind yourself on what your why is. And that is what I'm doing and that's why I continue to push this dance company um, the way I've been pushing it. We've done so many things already. We've hosted festivals in Lagos, Nigeria. This will be our third production. We had another one in 2016. So I just keep pushing my passion out and I know that my passion will continue to make way for me because I don't have anybody that's really a rivalry. Well, that is absolutely fabulous. Like I love the, the, the passion that you have and you're obviously passing it on to your daughters. What do your daughters think about mom being a business owner and seeing all the stuff that you're doing? Like, are they asking any questions about like how to do the business or, or how, like said, how, how do the financials and stuff work? What are, what are the things that they're asking you? Well, they are happy because I get to spend time with them more and, um, with the business being a cultural, um, kind of, um, embracing African cultures and values, they get to learn about their culture, being Africans and being um, Canadians here. Um, I was, I came here when I was 10. So I felt that missing link in coming from Nigeria, we are coming to Canada and not having anything to represent me as an African. So I looked for that and I was able to find it for about 12 years. I performed and traveled all over Canada and also the United States are in tours. And basically when the group dismantled, I was like, okay, there's nothing for me to do now, but my, my talent is still here. So then I decided to open the company and my, my daughters have been with me in the company since its existence. So they've seen me on TV. They've seen me. Um, internationally in Nigeria on TV, they've um, come came to my shows. They were on the red carpet taking pictures, um, and they see, you know, how in, in important it is to be managing money, managing a budget, and making sure that you're getting the bank for your buck. If you're going to create a website or create um, your existence, you have to ensure that you're managing what you have as resources. And they see that they're never going to bed hungry. I'm always making sure that they are um, well taken care of, and even people. Don't 
don't even believe I'm a single mom because of the way, you know, I've just been provided for. So finances is really in order and I'm really grateful for that. Um, and my children are grateful for the passion that I have, that I'm able to pursue my, my, my talents and my desires and be able to be accomplishing so much with it. That gives them that sense of strength, that sense of pride and that sense of enablement that they can also do the same. So when, when, when you're talking about like with the finances and business and stuff, like I know your youngest one probably isn't asking yet, but like your girls are very much paying attention to stuff. So like, are they asking about things like, okay, profit or any of that yet? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. They're asking how many tickets has been sold. Um, they're looking at the tactics in regards to how we're marketing the um, events and what we are doing um, regarding the booking of the spaces for um, shows that we have or bringing an artist from overseas to come and teach a workshop. They're watching all this from the ground up. It was just an idea that came together and then at the end of the day, everything was accomplished and, ex uh, and executed and they're able to see it from the beginning to the end. So I'm teaching them how to manage business, how to run projects, as well as juggling all at the same time. So with the finances, I believe that um, the seed I'm sowing in their lives, they're able to really capture it and understand that when you have money to do certain things and you really focus the amount you have on that and accomplishing the goals you have set for that specific project, it will come to reality because you're managing it from the onset. So I'm always showing them what I'm doing and how much it's going to cost for this and that and, you know, just showing them the way I'm spending the money so that they can understand how important finances is and how to use money for, you know, the betterment of the project and the business. Oh, I absolutely love that you are doing that. That's one of the things that I drill home all the time, that we need to be open with our kids about it and they need to understand how things work and then be able to ask questions so that they can learn because most people it's such a taboo subject and we don't talk about it. And then we send our kids off when they're adults and they know absolutely nothing. So I love what you are doing. Thank you so much. Me and my daughters, we always watch that show. Um, what was it? it? It was the lady that does the finances who was on TLC for a while and she would, people would be in debt and the kids, um, the, the families will call this lady and she will come and she'll look oh, at them. Oh, like till debt do us part, Dale Van Axlade? Yes, 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 yes. We watch, we watch how she executes the projects and it's the same formula. If, if you watch how she does it, it's the same formula. So my kids and I, we see these things and we, we apply it to ourselves. Like let's say somebody give them $20 for Christmas. They'll say, okay, this $20, I'm going to save it and I'm going to buy something I need for school. Oh, mom, I need a binder. Can I use my $20 for that? They don't use it for shoes or candy or things that are irrelevant. They use it for something that they can be proud to say, yes, I bought this with my money. I saved enough money to buy what I really wanted. And that to them shows that they're mature and that they are able to acquire what they desire with what they've been given, not just waste it. Well, that's because, like I said, you make them part of the process. You, you, you show them what it takes in order to make the money. And yes, the, the, the creative creativity and, and, and the learning and things like that's why, that's why they have the skills. And kids are fascinated by it. I'm going, I don't know why so many people don't want to talk to their kids about it or they think the kids aren't interested because they are and i like how you say it's basically the same formula money isn't complicated it's actually really simple 
You just need to be paying attention and making smart decisions with it. Definitely. Um, I'll give another example. When we go to well, on my 35th birthday last year, 2017, we went to Banff for the weekend. And um, people were like, why would you go to Banff? It's so expensive. I said, no, I'm going to celebrate. So we went booked at the uh, Fairmont Banff Springs. We went to the gondola. We did all these fun things with the kids. And we came back and I maybe spent $500, something that would have cost maybe $2,000 for the whole weekend because, you know, just the BAM Springs is like $600 a night. But I looked online for deals and I was able to to get those deals and and, and book the, the, the hotel. And then on top of that, all the things I needed to do, I was able to find coupons. And it's just managing your money. You don't have to spend a ton of money to have fun and that's what my, my kids know about that with me you know I will show them what I'm trying to do and they get it it's like okay we don't have to break the bank to have fun we can just go for a walk or we can just go to the mall and just you know just look around if we don't need to really spend money to be able to have a, a quality life and um, a lot of people think money is what makes them but money is supposed to be the currency that you use to be able to live a better life not you chasing the money spending the money, and then being in debt. Yeah, well, that's because, like I said, you're making you're making your kids aware of it. And there's so many ways that you can, like I said, enjoy life and do the fun things by being a lot more conscious about it and waiting for, like, sales on things and how can I, how can I accomplish what I want with less money? Definitely, definitely. And I think a lot of people don't think that way. Um, they just think I work hard and I want to play hard. Uh, but at the end of the day, those are the ones that have so many debts. Uh, I, I, I know a lot of doctors that, you know, have beautiful big houses, but they're so much in debt because they're not, they're spending. So when you retire, you're not even able to enjoy your retirement because you spent half of it, you know, when you were younger. So those are things I'm trying to instill in them so they can understand the, 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 the quality of money and what money can do. And you don't have to, um, Look at money as something that is, you know, bigger than you or something that is so, um, you know, complex and complicated. It's so simple. I keep telling them money is like uh, paper. You know, it's just currency. You have to give to take. And as long as you know that you're giving and you're, you're taking at the same time, it's not going to be a thing of complex because you're not going to be owing something. As long as you know that you're giving it, you're not having a credit on money you're paying the 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 the, the um, amount you need and you're getting um the um, whatever you bought back but you're not putting it on credit so so you keep accumulating debt and then when you look back at that debt you're like oh my god i owe twenty thousand dollars yeah because you keep using the credit card not paying it back so that's what's important if you don't have the money for things don't buy it and that's what i'm trying to teach my children because that's the that's the number one factor that brings people to debt. They just keep overspending and not having enough money to cover it. Yeah, well, I completely 100% agree with you. You're preaching to the choir. Because one of, one of the huge things is so much of our society, like everything, is 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 a push to keep up, well, you need to buy this, you need to have this, and your your life will be perfect. And like you said, there's these all these people that, that live in big, expensive houses and drive brand new cars and do all this stuff. And it looks like they have money, but in a lot of cases, all they have is an awful lot of debt and an awful lot of stress. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. And and it, it causes a lot of stress in on the family, too, because they are not able to really have a full life. They're always chasing after the money to pay the money that they owe. And that is a life that's not fulfilled. So that's very important. Finances is very, very important. And 
teaching these kids this um, knowledge now will help them in the future because when they're in college, I'm no longer around them, they will be able to utilize the knowledge and the teaching and the um, wisdom that I've given to them as children. Well, they're going to be the rock stars when they go to college because they will have this wonderful ability called adulting. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm 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 looking. I keep telling that to my daughter because not only will she be able to handle money, but her mom is mean and makes her do things like laundry and clean house and cook. But I'm going yeah. when you go off to college, you will know how to be an adult. <laughs> my kids at five years old, they started doing the the, the 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 cleaning of the house. First, I started them with the sweeping, and then from the sweeping goes to the mopping. From the mopping, clean up after yourself. So when they finish eating, take the dishes clean the dining room, then the washing of the dishes starts, now laundry, then vacuuming. So now they can clean the whole house. Yeah, it's called life skills. Life skills. That's the thing. And a lot of their friends are just shocked. Like, your mom makes you do that? And and I find that very odd because, you know, at 12 years old, you should know how to do that. And my mom kept saying something when I was younger, that if you start doing these things as you're young, when you get older, it's second nature. It's not going to be like a chore to you because it's just normal. You've normalized it in your life. And I'm an adult now, and I see. I'm like, I'm so grateful my mom gave me these life skills because I'm able to utilize it, and I can clean my house off in the next half an hour. Yep. I can do everything I need to do and do it quickly, and I have more time to relax instead of moping and complaining and you're sweeping slow and everything is just a drag so that's what i'm trying to also give into my children i want them to have those skills so when they leave they will not come back to me complaining i told them when you get married i don't want your husband calling me and saying i want my money back or i want <laughs> yeah but let's okay when your daughters get married make sure that they're marrying a guy that has life skills too and that they're not <laughs> expected to look after him because his mama didn't teach him proper Right. <laughs> That's right. All those things will be assessed. But I want to make sure my kids are brought up well so then they'll be quality women at the end of the day. You know, their brains and they also have good character. So, yeah, that's definitely what I'm doing. And that's who I am. Um, I'm a native of Nigeria, West Africa. I was born there when I was 10. I moved to Calgary. I'm Edmonton and I moved to Calgary about uh, five years ago. So I've been in Edmonton 20 years. Um, and I've just learned a lot of things about life, you know, being from Africa, coming into Alberta and now being here in Calgary. So, so I've got a question for you. So you, 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 start, you, you, you were relatively young when you moved here to Canada, but you were old enough to see a few things. What are some of the things that you noticed that are, are different from where you grew up in Nigeria to when it, you came to Canada in, in terms of like, what are people's thoughts and, 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 and what's the culture around money? How is it different? Well, Nigerians are very flamboyant people. Um, they love throwing parties. They love to spend money. Um, you know, <laughs> in Nigeria, as a, as a child, I've been dancing since I was three. So when we had parties, I would take a nap and my grandma would tell me, okay, we'll meet, take a nap when it's time and people are coming out and having money to spray. What I call spray is taking money and while somebody's dancing or there's a party happening, they bring words of cash and they just throw it at that person dancing because they're encouraging that person that I like what you're doing. So I would take a nap and I would wake up and my grandma would tell me, okay, Wumi, the, peop- the big spenders are here, time to come out. So I'll come out, the music will be playing, and as a dancer, I would dance and I would make a lot of money. I would oh. make 
much money because the little girl three four five six years old is dancing and she's dancing with the beat and she's giving moves and she's sweating and they just appreciate so you just see like tons of people just throwing money at me and i'll be grabbing everything that comes and um that's how we are as nigerians that's how we are as africans we love to be flamboyant we love to spend money we love to um you know drive elaborate cars and live in the fanciest places that's just how we are but in africa it's a different mindset because we don't have mortgages like we have here we don't have car loans if you want to buy a car if you have the money for it, you buy it you, there's no car loans there's nothing like that there there's no mortgages you do 35 years they, they, they don't have that you just Build your property and live it. Oh, very different. Yes, and my dad is a realtor. My dad built estates for governments. So I, I've seen how it is, and it's different when you came here. It's all about debt when you came. As soon as you want to buy a house, you're already in debt. You know, because it's a $500,000 house, you're not going to be paying $3,000 monthly. For the rest of your 35 years of that mortgage, you know that you have to pay this thing off. That is a lot of pressure. And we as Africans, we love to have fun. We love to live our lives and live it to the fullness. Even those that don't even have money, they'll be so happy. And you'll be wondering, why are you happy? You're broke. But just having life and just having family and friends around is enough. So when I moved here, I saw a lot of people with depression. You know, I, I didn't even know what depression was till I moved here because <laughs> people... You know, the people, they call Nigeria, you know, pardon me, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the, the president of the uh, United States, Donald Trump. Oh, Chitalini. Right? <laughs> oh, but yeah, it could be a shithole, but people are living their life and they're happy in that shithole. But that's what I'm saying here in this country, you would expect it's, you know, beautiful and it's peaceful and you have everything at your beck and call, but people are so, um, financially warped. They don't understand what savings mean. They don't understand how to be able to spend in your means. Um, you know, newest shoe, newest, newest purse, everything's just vanity. So that's one thing I noticed right off the bat for moving from Nigeria when I was 10. Very, very interesting. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your busy day in order to chat with us. It was great having you on the show. Really appreciate it, Tammy. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fun, and Instagram at Financial.Fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit FinancialFun.ca.